Welcome to the Reversing Diabetes Podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. Hello and welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD, podcast episode number 132. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn. If you are looking for strategies to live a naturally healthy life, you are in the right place. Today we are going to talk about feelings. I will tell you, I have been stricken with the Rona, stricken with COVID. I came down with it earlier this week. I feel like we're all playing the craziest game of laser tag. and We're all getting tagged and put in timeout and we can't come back into the game for a bit. And I'm currently in timeout. I feel like we're all going to get put in timeout at some point. I'm feeling okay. I really can't complain. Lots of people have gotten much sicker with this. I'm trying to um, let myself enjoy the downtime, the forced downtime. I don't take a lot of downtime, but this is one thing that's going to uh, enforce some downtime for me. So I'm trying to enjoy that. I am recording the podcast because I am under the weather. I'm doing it from my meditation nook on my couch. My dogs are laying here with me. They're breathing a little bit like Darth Vader. So if you start to hear snoring, it's totally my dog sleeping. Uh, If it sounds kind of funny and maybe the sound isn't as great, I apologize. It's because I'm recording in a less enclosed environment. Also, I hope there's not a lot of popping on the microphone. Um, I'm going to do my best to not let that happen. So today we are going to talk about feelings. Uh, Stay tuned to my website, delanemd.com. Any upcoming free sessions that I will have through the month of February will be in that, um, will be announced on my website. So stay on that, or if you check in there regularly, you'll see that. Also, follow me on social media, uh, DelaneMD on Instagram or DelaneMD on Facebook. All of those announcements will be put there as well. Okay, so for many of you, you've heard me talk about the year of 2022 being the year of the woo for me. I didn't know what people meant by the woo or by woo-woo before I got to life coaching, which is really funny that that's what introduced me to woo-woo, right? So what is the woo? What am I talking about? If you look at Google for the definition of this, it's really not what I am talking about when I speak of the woo. Google talks about being able to woo somebody, woo as a verb, being able to woo somebody's attention or affection or whatever. And then it talks about woo-woo being related to mysticism. I really can't believe this is what I'm here talking about. My mother is probably dying inside. I've gone to a decade of school to learn about biology and medicine, and I'm up here talking about woo-woo. If you look at Google, if you look at Google's definition, it talks about woo-woo being related to mysticism. And this is also not really what I'm talking about when I talk about the year 22 being the year of the woo for me. Although I guess it's probably closer to the mysticism part. 
The woo-woo that Google is talking about, it defines as a pseudoscience. It's talking about crystals and mystics and totems and those kinds of things. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not um, what I mean when I say it. But I do think it's interesting that they talk about the woo or woo-woo as associated with pseudoscience. Pseudo meaning that it's not real. And this is actually where there is a pretty strong connection between what I'm talking about with the year of the woo and what the kind of general um, definition or understanding of woo-woo is. So the connection of woo-woo with pseudoscience definition is that most people don't look at it as being real. And this is the thing that really fires me up. They don't look at our feelings as being real, right? The way I look at the woo is the woo is the feeling component of our human experience. But as a society, we do not look at feelings as real. So we dismiss them or we avoid them because they aren't real anyway. And of course, this gets us into trouble. This is what leads humans to do all sorts of crazy other things because they don't feel like they can't experience their emotions or their feelings. Why? Because we're taught they're not real. So instead of feeling sad or mad or hurt, we eat or drink or gamble or shop or spend hours on social media or Netflix. Some folks use misuse prescription drugs. Some folks use illicit drugs, illegal drugs. Or sometimes it's even as innocent as I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling um, loss of a loved one or bereavement or depression. So I'm going to go get meds from a doctor to numb that out because we feel that we cannot experience our feelings. We're not taught that they matter. We're not taught that they are real. Many times we're taught that they should just be disregarded. It's just how we're feeling. That's what we're taught in our society. And friends, I can't get on board with that. I can't even buy into it. Especially when I see so much suffering in the world from the inability to feel and process our emotions. What suffering, you might ask? Disease. Diabetes is a great example because instead of feeling our emotions, we eat them. Obesity is the same. COPD is another great example. Instead of feeling our emotions, we smoke because I can't deal with anxiety. I can't deal with anger. I can't deal with sadness. Liver disease. Another great example. I can't deal with this. Give me another glass of wine. Another great example. Overspending and misspending because we can't sit and just desire something or want something or we're angry and we want to feel better. The fear of missing out, we see this in our adolescent kids. The depression and anxiety from spending so much time on social media, checking out what everybody else is doing, or checking out of our emotions, dreaming about what everybody else is doing, only to create the feelings of inadequacy by watching all of these other things that people have posted on social media. All of this creates suffering because we're avoiding feeling our feelings. So today's podcast is going to discuss how do you feel? How do we process a feeling? And why is it important to learn to do this in order to reverse our type 2 diabetes? For me, this is what the woo is. The ability to be in touch with your emotions, to understand what they are trying to tell you, and to not feel like you need to run from them. I see emotions and feelings as indicator lights. They are indicating to you, the human being, what is going on in your experience. They are indicating to you a message about your human life. They are messages about you, about your life. They are the fuel that drives your actions and therefore they create the experience of your life. And here's a truth bomb. 
Here's a foundation shaker. Come back to me if you're shopping for shoes right now. Come back and listen to this. All of the feelings are optional. Every one of them. What? People like can't even get their head around this. What are you talking about? It is true. All of the feelings are optional. The feelings you have are telling you something about your interpretation of the world around you. Your interpretation is your thoughts about what's happening in your life. And those are optional. This is where all of the power in your life comes from. When you realize that your thoughts and feelings are all optional and you can create the existence that you want and you like the reasons that you create it. That is where the power is at. This does not mean that everything is great and grand all the time. This is not what this work is here for. This is not what this work is about. The desire to create all things great and grand is exactly why learning to feel your emotions and experience your emotion is so important. If you can learn to feel the feelings and the emotions, you no longer need to manipulate them to always be great and grand all the time. Great and grand is easy to feel. But all the feelings do not need to be easy. You can feel the hard emotions too. The human existence will never be 100% great and grand. Chasing 100% great and grand creates the suffering. Learning to feel the 50%, yes, you heard it correctly, 50% of your existence that will be the opposite of great and grand or unpleasant. Learning to feel that 50% is where you learn to have a robust life. The great and grand is less great and grand without the opposite to compare it to. If you never have sadness or badness or hurt or loss or frustration or anger or madness, you never understand why great and grand is so great and grand. It all seemed the same old same old. Love would be an everyday thing, nothing spectacular. Happiness would be boring. Excitement would be bland. You have to have the 50% of your life, of your existence, that's unpleasant. So you can fully appreciate and experience the great and grand. This is how it works. When we try to avoid the unpleasant because we don't believe we should have to feel it or we believe that we can't feel it, that's when we create suffering. In the case of women with diabetes who overeat foods that in the short term give some instant gratification, but in the long term create disease and worry and concerns and discomfort and fatigue and debility and loss of years of life, that's the suffering created when we run from part of our human experience that should be expected. It's part of the gift of life. The unpleasant emotions are part of the gift of life. So hopefully I've piqued your curiosity on why one would want to experience all of the feels, the goods and the bads. So let's dig into how we do it. No one teaches us this stuff. You will likely not even notice the feeling that you are having until you've had it for quite some time or until you find yourself wanting to do something to check out from it. I see this with my new clients all the time. They will say, they'll frequently come to me and be like, I don't eat emotionally, I don't do that. They don't even connect the eating of the foods that they know are causing them to be sick with diabetes with their emotions because they've never actually not eaten the food. They've always just eaten the food when the emotions come. They don't connect an emotion with their eating because they've always eaten the food thereby avoiding the emotion. They don't even realize they're emotionally eating. So the first thing that you want to do is set something, set an intention, something you want to create in your life. 
For the women that I help, it's always reversing your type 2 diabetes, but it might be saving money or spending time doing something other than social media or Netflixing. Pick something. If you have New Year's resolutions, a lot of times those are really good things that you're wanting to create in your life and you can't figure out how to do this. For the example here, we're going to use reversing type 2 diabetes. So women who are wanting to reverse their diabetes will come to me and they'll say, I'm going to stop eating candy in the afternoon. This is what's causing my diabetes. I'm going to stop doing this. This intention is the first step. And then the second step to learning how to feel your emotion is to carry out the intention. Don't eat candy in the afternoon at work. When you're doing that, allow yourself to question, what am I feeling right now? How do I feel right now? Why do I want to eat the candy right now? You start there. You might tell yourself in the moment that you're feeling desire and that is as far as you get maybe. But as you let the desire sit, you can start to ask yourself, what does desire feel like in my body? If I get out of my brain that has a lot of chatter about whether I should or shouldn't eat candy, right? There's a lot of that going on. If I get, if I let that chatter be and just put pause on that for a moment and drop down into my body, where is this desire vibrating in my body? Where is this feeling, this emotion resonating, vibrating? Where's the frequency occurring in my body? What characteristics can I attribute to the feeling of desire? Is it hot or is it cold? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it smooth or is it jagged? Can you give a color to it? Is it constant or does, is it a feeling that comes and goes? What is it like in your body? Spend some time getting to know what desire feels like in your body. Sometimes this allows other feelings to surface. After you realize that you're experiencing desire for candy, but you're not complying with the desire for candy, you may also realize there's other feelings like overwhelm, frustration, boredom. Work through the same exercise with these feelings. Where is overwhelm in my body? Is frustration hot or cold? Is boredom hard or soft? What characteristics can you attribute to these emotions in your physical body? And then this is the kicker. Get curious. Why are we running from these characteristics? Why are we running from hot or cold feeling in our body? Hard or soft feeling in our body? A feeling in our chest? A feeling that comes and goes? A feeling that radiates to our neck? Why are we running from that? I believe that some emotions are meant to create an action. Fear is a great example of this, right? 10,000 years ago, if you felt afraid, probably because something was trying to kill you, you should probably shake a tail feather and move. Fear was meant to drive an action of movement. It's very straightforward. This is what's supposed to happen when you feel fear. But most emotions are just feelings that experience in our body and really don't need to be acted upon. When we have made a habit of acting on them, this creates a pattern behavior that we want to repeat and complete whenever we have the feeling. So I feel desire, I want to eat what I'm desiring. I feel overwhelmed, I want candy at work. I feel frustrated, I want to have a glass of wine or eat something. I feel bored, I want M&Ms to complete the task so I'm not bored. So two things occur that create this habit or this repeat, this pattern behavior. When we eat foods to manage emotions, we have a short-term instant gratification experience that makes us believe the food fixes our emotional experience. In addition to that, when we eat food to manage our emotion, 
our brain kicks out a ton of dopamine and dopamine is the hormone or the neurotransmitter of motivation. When our brain kicks out a ton of dopamine related to a behavior, it creates a motivation to repeat that behavior. This of course creates these pattern behaviors, these habits that we're talking about. We make a habit of dealing with the feeling that we're having with food and it builds a neural pathway anatomically in our brain that then is reinforced by neurochemistry. Of course, this creates biology that then we have to unprogram or reprogram. It also creates things like type 2 diabetes because suddenly we are starting to manage all of the emotions with this cool new tool of M&Ms that we've realized creates this neurochemical experience in our brain. So learning to feel all of the emotions allows us the opportunity to bypass this neurochemical component and the development of type 2 diabetes and just feel the emotion until it passes. I call this processing your emotions. You just process it. You let it be there. You sit with it. There's nothing physically harming you from having the feeling of overwhelm or frustration or boredom. So can you just let it be there? I would offer to you, this is the skill of your life. Feeling the emotions, feeling them in your body, seeing what they are trying to tell you without taking any action that move you away from your goals, learning to feel an emotion like overwhelm, learning not to take an action from it that you don't want to take, like eating foods that make you sick with type 2 diabetes. This is the way that we reverse our type 2 diabetes. This is the skill of your life because all of the things that you're wanting to create in your life are on the other side of learning to allow these emotions and process these emotions without taking actions that move you away from those things you're trying to create. This is the skill that women need to reverse their type 2 diabetes. You do not need another food plan. You already know chocolate cake's a problem. You don't need another exercise program. We need to learn to feel feelings, the ones that have created the habit of turning to food in order to manage those feelings. We just need to learn how to feel them. This is what reverses type 2 diabetes. If this resonates with you, if this is the help that you're needing, my six-month group program is for you. This is what we do. Send an email to me, delane at delanemd.com. We'll set up a free consult for you so you can see how my program will help you reverse your type 2 diabetes. I hope this has been helpful for you. Thank you for bearing with me, even though I've got this very cruddy nose congestion thing going on and my dog clearly was snoring and having some kind of fabulous dream in the middle of the podcast. Thank you for putting up with all of that. I will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the work with me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.